0: hey welcome into the ball blast podcast we are in drafting season we are
1: and this is not going to be our normal type of podcast we're doing a mock draft today yes but we still will have our usual podcast either tomorrow or thursday that will drop and that will be the afc west yep
0: yeah lots of fantasy things to talk about there uh everybody i hope you all are keeping up with the news we've got lots of stuff. Uh, going on. So we, lots of moving parts, but we're not going to dive too deep into them. But maybe we'll do some quick hits throughout the mock draft. Uh, if you haven't checked us out on Twitter, you can follow me at FFBallBlast.
1: And I'm Michelle, and you can follow me at BallBlastM, BallBlastDM.
0: And you can follow the podcast at BallBlastFB. Just hit that 2,000 follower mark, baby. Woo-woo. We have all of our stuff over at ballblastfootball.com. Uh, And don't forget to check out Fan Draft for your virtual draft boards. We've got a promo code for you, BallBlast15. That gets 15% off the best virtual draft board on the market. Uh, You are going to need that this season with your coronavirus drafts. Yes. I'm going to coin the phrase coronavirus drafts.
1: (laughs) There are a lot of injuries, and we're not going to get into them in this episode. We'll talk about them next episode. But if people could stop getting hurt in camp, that would be great. Kenya Drake's in a walking boot. Apparently, it's nothing, but why are you in a walking boot then? Miles Sanders, we still don't know what the injury is, but he's week to week. Deontay Johnson has missed the last five days of practice. Uh, Joe Mixon missed practice. I don't know what that was about. There's so many injuries that are just kind of looming. And, oh, Darrell hold- Henderson hurt his hamstring. He's likely to be out the rest of training camp and hope to have him back before week one. but. He was competing for snaps like he we could see week one happen and he hasn't really been practicing. So why wouldn't they play Cam Akers, who will have all of the opportunity in the next couple weeks to get ready and Malcolm Brown. So it's going to be a little bit more difficult to trust someone that was already hard to trust to begin with in Daryl Henderson. But we will dig into all of those injuries a lot more uh, on our regular podcast. Yeah, we and just, hopefully we'll have a little bit more information by then as well.
0: Yeah, we, we want to, you know, put this out there as you guys are probably doing your mock drafts as well. We're going to do a 12-team mock draft, half PPR format, single quarterback. Uh, Michelle, you wanted to draft from the, the 104. Can you give me some insight there?
1: You know, I just wanted to try it out. But there are four top running backs that I consider, and we'll talk through through those. But that's why I'm okay at the 1-4, because I'm okay getting any four of them. Obviously, the 1-1 is fun because it's CMC, but that's too easy. So I want to go with the 104.
0: It's chalk. I'm going to draft from the one ten just to give you guys something a little bit different. We're going to be drafting 12 rounds here. Um, So we'll do one quarterback, two running backs, three wide receivers, a tight end, two flexes, and then the bench. Let's do it. Let's do it. Beep, boop, beep, boop, boop, beep. That's me starting the draft. That's the sound effect of me starting a draft. We're doing this mock draft over there on Sleeper. You guys can go ahead and do your mock drafts there as well. Uh, everything else is going to be automated, so we'll do this quick. Christian McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley, Ezekiel Elliott, Michelle, you are up on the clock. I guess that leaves you Alvin Kamara.
1: Yeah, so people might be deciding here. Is it Alvin Kamara? Is it Dalvin Cook? Is it Derrick Henry, Michael Thomas? I'm going with my running back two for this year, and that's Alvin Kamara. Now, him saying that his knee was a bit wrecked has me a little nervous from last year, but I'm guessing that's why he didn't perform as well, right? Like, we thought that was a reason anyways, was him coming back from injury. He still ended as a running back nine. His floor is so safe. His ceiling, I think, is you know right behind Christian McCaffrey so I'm, I'm going to take Alvin Kamara here
0: yeah especially in a half PPR format he's got so much receiving upside uh so you'll take Alvin Kamara and then next off the board Dalvin Cook Josh Jacobs Michael Thomas off the board at 107 Derek Henry Joe Mixon so that-
1: it's been all running backs except for <laughs> Michael Thomas and that's the way this draft year has gone right like Running backs fly off the board, and that's why it's so hard. Even when Michael Thomas is such a great value in the middle of the first round, especially at the 107, it's just like you know your running backs are not going to look great afterwards because it's going to keep being running backs. Like running backs just fly off the board in those first two rounds. So, what are you doing here? I mean, we've had eight running backs go off the board. You're at the 110. Devontae Adams is still there, Terry Kill. Julio Jones. Are you going running back? Or are you going with one of those top wide receivers?
0: This is a really tough spot to be in. All of the elite running backs are off the board. You have Michael Thomas, who is obviously the the wide receiver one. Uh, actually, Devontae Adams is my wide receiver one on the season. I just think he's going to be an absolute target monster. I have a really tough time going running back here. I feel like all of these other running backs are of a similar tier. So uh, I'm going to go with Devontae Adams here and then sort of hope for the best and, and hope that I can get a value at the uh, running back position maybe a little bit later. Um, then we got Miles Sanders off the board, Patrick Mahomes, Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Uh, at the 201, Austin Eckler. I need a running back here, right? I can't, I cannot leave this part of the draft without a running back because they are absolutely flying
1: yep so we've had after the top eight with Derek Henry and Joe Mixon going before your Adams pick we had Miles Sanders Clyde Edwards Hilaire Austin Eckler and and your pick
0: I'm going with Nick Chubb I uh just recently had an article over at four for four about the value of Kareem Hunt but I think we've said before you know the the value of nick chubb um you know should he be healthy he should still see all of that um you know first down set of works uh you know should see the goal line work um you know he's he's really set for a workhorse role uh he might not have that pass catching upside but sort of similar to drafting derrick henry in 2019 and this year i don't i don't think he really needs all of that receiving upside so um, after t- after that, we got Tyreek Hill, uh, Aaron Jones, Kenyon Drake at the two o six. So
1: two more running backs. Two and Kenny more Drake,
0: running backs. Kenyon Drake was someone I
1: wanted to last there at two nine, but he's been going even earlier in two six. So I'm surprised he went
0: even that. I'm gonna late. guess his maybe position has felt a little bit just because of uh, the injury and the question marks there. I'm sure people are going to have those concerns.
1: Yeah, and then we had Julio Jones and DeAndre Hopkins off the board. So when I'm looking to pick here, there's really no running backs that I felt comfortable with. James Conner was the highest. I really love James Conner. But at the 2-9, that just seems pricey for me with his injury risk. He's been going much later than that. I'm not taking him at the 2-9. And so I'm going with Chris Godwin. I was thinking about Travis Kelsey here, but there's too many tight ends i like to take a chance on later in the draft. That I'm not willing to go with Travis Kelsey or George Kittle there. So I went with Chris Godwin, great wide receiver, fallen late there because of all the running backs off the board. After that pick, it went Lamar Jackson, Kenny Galladay. Travis Kelsey did go at the turn. And then James Conner did go. I really thought he would make it back in 3-4.
0: This is a lot earlier than I expected James Conner to go. He's
1: been going a bit earlier now in drafts, especially now that we're getting closer to the season. There's all that hype. You know, he's the best shape of his life. Everyone sees the talent. They know if he's healthy, he's going to produce in fantasy. It's just the worry of being healthy or not. I like him at the three one. I just didn't want him to be my second pick.
0: I, I absolutely like him at the three one, but I, you know, I, I agree. I don't think if you had passed on Chris Godwin there, I don't think Chris Godwin would have made it back to you either. So yeah. I, I think it just you have to pick and choose your battles there. Um, and then Chris Carson went.
1: George Kittle so both Kelsey and Kittle went before my third round pick at the 3-4 so I was actually considered considering taking one of them if they made it they did not it's too early for Mark Andrews hmm oh I don't like anybody on the
0: board this is a really um this is one of those awkward spots in the draft where I'm not really super crazy about anybody so all the elite tight ends are off the board You've got mid, some mid-upper-tier wide receiver ones. Oh, I
1: hate that pick by me. I went with Adam <laughs> Thielen. Like, there's so many wide receivers I like later, and I know I'm going to regret not grabbing a running back. The the best ones were Le'Veon Bell, Todd Gurley, Mark Ingram, David Montgomery. Like, mm, I didn't want any of those. Didn't feel good. Leonard Fournette was there. was considering him, um, and maybe... If I had the redo, I probably would have done it. <laughs> um, after me, I went with Dylan, Mike Evans, Melvin Gordon, Leonard Fournette, Amari Cooper, David Johnson, and now Kate's up.
0: All right. So here I'm going to go with one of my favorite bounce back candidates of the 2020 season. I'm going with Odell Beckham Jr. I think people are still so asleep. They are They are snoozing. Don't snooze on my dude. He is going to be an absolute stud this year. Um, we've seen some videos out of training camp where he is looking just like his old-fashioned self. Uh, Looks strong. Made a very Odell-like catch uh, at the end of a Baker Mayfield pass. I know I'm going Browns white or <laughs> Browns heavy here. Yeah, just and Odell. Have that. Um, but you know what? I have the upside at both, and I do think that. The efficiency of Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt is going to help out Odell, give him a little bit more space to work with. I'm going there. Um, After I take Odell, we've got Calvin Ridley, Le'Veon Bell going at the 312, Mr. Inefficiency himself. Um, Then we've got Todd Gurley at the 401, DK Metcalf. I'm looking at the board right here. I've got the 403. And I think I need another running back. So, this is going to be one of those moves that I make that is less characteristic of me. I'm going to go with Jonathan Taylor here. Uh, when I'm looking at all these running backs, so, you know, we have just seen uh, Leonard Fournette fly off the board, Melvin Gordon, David Johnson. Those are not high upside picks for me, but they're guys that I think will have a workload um, right off the bat. So, for Jonathan Taylor, even if he, he takes a little while to heat up, I'm going to take the upside there at the 403. I
1: was hoping he fell to the Mm -mm. the 4'9". We have a lot of wide receivers off the board after your pick. Allen Robinson, Juju, Cooper Cup. Mark Ingram went in between those. And then A.J. Brown. I really like that pick right before me. I like A.J. Brown there. Uh, Lots of wide receivers I still like. I'm going to look at the running backs. Mostert's getting a lot of hype out of camp.
0: Yes, he Uh, is.
1: good to see. Hmm. Kareem Hunt's interesting. Man, I... Being at the 1-4, there's not a lot of value at running back after that first round. I mean, all the best second-tier running backs are gone in the second round, third round. Ugh. I'm going with David Montgomery. I'm not happy about this, <laughs> but it seems like there's a lot of good news coming out of camp. He's gotten lighter. He's faster. He has more bursts to his step. I think it's his vision that holds him back, but he's really good at breaking tackles, which he needs to do since his vision's so bad. <laughs> but he's one of those running backs that you know will have a 250 touches. He has no competition in the backfield besides Trey Cohen, who's not, uh, you know, a real type of running back where he's going to steal too many carries. He's
0: a real running back.
1: But he had a ton of David Montgomery had a ton of carries inside the five last year. It just didn't work out for him. Hopefully, we'll see that switch. I'm going with David Montgomery just for the volume, for the upside. I think he's still going to be inefficient, but as long as he gets the volume, he should be okay.
0: Right after David Montgomery goes Devin Singletary. Y'all know how we feel about this pick. Uh, And to see him go back-to-back with David Montgomery, who we do know is going to see that volume of workhorse, I think that's a terrible pick. Um, (laughs) I'm only uh, marginally biased. Uh, right after Devin Singletary, we've got Mark Andrews, DJ Moore at the 412. I think that's awesome value.
1: He should see a ton of targets. I don't expect him to do a whole lot with them. But like the targets will lead two yards, obviously. He's not a touchdown guy. Teddy Ridgewater's averaged up the targets so low, so I could see him getting 150 targets and still only ending with, like, 1,100 yards. Still a really good season, but you're going to need those touchdowns to increase from what he normally does. After that is Robert Woods, kind of
0: a great value again. Another,
1: Yeah, another guy that's going to see a lot of targets, doesn't score a ton of touchdowns. But I would rather have Robert Woods, I think, than DJ Moore.
0: I would as well, and it, it really just comes down to the role that we saw Robert take, uh, Robert, Robert Bob, uh, <laughs> the role we saw him take on in the offense last season. Um, you know, I, Cooper Cup's sort of this like dart throw this season because we saw him virtually eliminated from the the lineup when you had Tyler Higby playing out of the slot. It left Cooper Cup on the sidelines a bit there. Um, Robert Woods, then, you know, aside from Higby became the focal point there. He should see lots of volume. Uh, then we've got Tyler Lockett. Raheem Mostert does go at the 503. He does not fall back to you.
1: There's something about Raheem Mostert though. Even if he fell to me, I really trust, like I trust he's going to be good this year. For some reason, I'm not brave enough to select him. And I really think he's going to be good. I just, I can't do it. But he went before me. I don't have to worry about it. There's no running back on the board that I'm dying for besides Cream Hunt, you know. I have Alvin Kamara, David Montgomery, Chris Godwin, Adam Dalen. I can go either way, but one of my favorite players is on the board. Hype coming out of camp is he is the best player on that offense, which isn't hard, but I'm going with DJ Chark.
0: Yeah, yeah. He's making
1: insane plays in camp. It was between him and another wide receiver. I'll see if that one makes it back to me. But DJ Chark after that went T.Y. Hilton. Stephon Diggs, Russell Wilson, Zach Ertz, Keenan Allen, and you're up.
0: Think I'm about By the way, don't
1: take Russell Wilson in the fifth round. Like, in a one-quarterback league, don't do not it. take Russell Wilson in the fifth round. He's so up and down anyways. Like, there's a lot of times he hurts you a lot. Like, don't take Russell Wilson.
0: I think I'm about to burst your bubble here. Uh, yep,
1: that was the other wide receiver I went <laughs> and wanted, and Kate took him.
0: All right, I'm going with Terry McLaurin, wide receiver one for the Washington football team. This dude absolutely exploded last season. nobody expected it. Uh, now we get you know a, a new turn turned over leaf with coach Ron Rivera. I think that um, you know there's there's definitely a lot of a lot of promise there um, you know in terms of where he can go, especially considering the floor he set as a rookie. Um, Right after Terry McLaurin, Dak Prescott, Kareem Hunt did go. I wanted him to fall back to me. Um, Then DeAndre Swift, A.J. Green, a bit early for me, considering he's already uh, in camp with a hammy. At the 6.03, I am back up. So, so far, I've got um, a a few wide receivers. I'm a little bit heavier than I typically like to be at this point in the draft. But I feel like the, the, the value just keeps falling to me. I'm going to go with Marquise Brown here. I know the Ravens are not an offense that is uh, particularly pass heavy, but I'm really excited about the reports about Marquise Brown. He put on 20 pounds of muscle this offseason, and it sounds like he has not lost one bit of his speed um, based on all of these reports out of camp. So that's really exciting, definitely going to give him, you know, some, some more strength to make those catches, uh, and then he runs away with them.
1: And then Cortland Sutton went after you. Two quarterbacks, Kyler Murray and Deshaun Watson. And in between those two quarterbacks, Rob Gronkowski. Oh, my goodness. In the six. Don't do that, guys. Uh, Cam Akers at the 608. And with Daryl Henderson now out, I don't hate that pick in the six. He should see more volume earlier on than we're expecting. Looking at running backs, they are thin. I mean, the top is Ronald Jones, Marlon Mack, J.K. Dobbins, Jordan Howard. I'm going with someone that I've been hating on for the last two years and it might be a shocker, but I want a running back here. I feel good about my wide receivers. I'm going with Ronald Jones. I mean, you can't have better news coming out of camp right now than Ronald Jones. I don't trust Bruce Arians. I don't trust that Ronald Jones is going to see more than 50% of offensive snaps with LaShawn McCoy there and with Dari there. We're going to have to see his pass protection get better, but so far in camp they say it did he's looking great. He's breaking off long runs in the six at the six Oh nine. I'm okay. Taking the shot. I'm getting a lead back with Tom Brady and a great offense. Maybe he scores a lot of touchdowns. Don't expect him to be too, too involved in the passing game, but I like this value here. After that went Michael Gallup. Love huge that huge
0: value. That oh would my have been goodness. my pick
1: if I was going wide receiver. I already had Godwin deal and Chark. It felt pretty good about that. Uh, so Michael Gallup goes right after me. Great pick. J.K. Dobbins, Drew Brees, Devontae Parker, another great value. Matt Ryan, Marlon Mack, and I'm back up. Woo. All right, looking at what your, the team's
0: yeah, your team's it's balanced. Your team's balanced.
1: I can go with a tight end here. There's a lot still on the board that I like. A lot of quarterbacks I still like. Hmm. There's Jordan Howard. He's interesting. You Know what? I think I'm going with an injury risk. I think I'm doing it. I'm going Uh-oh. with Will Fuller. Oh man, he makes us fall in love with him every offseason, doesn't he? Like, yes, he does. You just keep thinking, possibly, this is the year <laughs> he can stay healthy. It's good to know that that's his main focus this year. Like, there's some guys that just refuse to admit that they're injury prone, and he's like, Yeah, no, I've been having issues staying in the field, like, I have to change stuff up. It seems like that's what he's been focusing on this offseason, is changing his body to make sure he can stay healthier. He's now the wide receiver one in this offense. Either him or Brandon Cooks, I guess they'll be fighting for those targets. Brandon Cooks also has issues staying healthy. And Will Fuller was a first-round draft pick. He was drafted in the first round by the Texans to be used. Uh, And we see Deshaun Watson, a better quarterback when Will Fuller is on the field. I'm taking the risk carrying the seventh round, whatever. Let's I start. love it.
0: The upside is there at that point in the draft. Then we have Julian Edelman right behind Will Fuller. such a huge value, especially in a half PPR format. Uh, then we got a couple tight ends, Darren Waller, Evan Ingram, uh, Brandon Cooks, Debo Samuel, an interesting pick, considering the fact that um, we don't really know what his health status is going to be heading into the season. Uh, you know, word is he's he's still in the recovery phases. But that leaves me back up at the seven ten. I need a running back. I'm very wide receiver top heavy. You are. And that's
1: the issue with going with the Devontae Adams yes. 110.
0: Because Nick Chubb's great, but
1: we're a little bit worried because he has to share the backfield with Kareem Hunt. I expect both to be great, but still a little bit risky. And then your second running back is a rookie, Jonathan Taylor. We expect him to be mm. fantastic, but still risky, especially to start of the season. And then, like, that's all you have so far. So who are you going with here?
0: I think the only way to go right now is Jordan Howard. I think out of these guys, the the upside for Jordan Howard in that offense doesn't seem super appealing, but I do think he's going to see a sizable workload. Um, I have him projected for over 200 rushing attempts. I think that that's that's good value at the 710. Um, so I'll, I'll get one more running back under my belt. Then we got Jarvis Landry, Tyler Boyd, Manny Sanders, Marvin Jones at the 802. And I'm back up. And I, I still feel like I need some running backs. Um, I, you know, I, I think, um, you know, when we're looking at just the the overall landscape of the running backs right around this point, like the Marlon Max, the Tevin Coleman's, the Breda's, i'm gonna shoot my shot with james white uh, he could easily see 100 targets in the 2020 season and i do think that with all of the question marks uh with the health of sony michelle and um you know we don't totally know what we're gonna see from damian harris it's just gonna be a, a gross backfield but that was when we saw james white get the opportunity as an actual rusher and that was when he had his mega super awesome fantasy season so I'll, I'll take that there, especially given that the half PPR format there. Um, right after that, we've got Aaron Rodgers, a bit early for me.
1: Yep, I thought you took him for a second. I was like, what is she doing? <laughs> no. He went before Josh Allen, who went a few picks after that. In between those two were Tevin Coleman, Matt Bareda, and CeeDee Lamb. So I'm sitting here. There's a lot of wide receivers I still like. They kind of are all in the same group where I know wide receivers I'll get later have just as much potential as these guys. Running backs, there's no one that I need to grab right now. I see who I'm grabbing next pick if he makes it to me. No! So when I'm looking here, I'm okay now switching to quarterback or tight end. But Josh Allen just went off the board. I thought he was the best value. I'm going to hold off on quarterback and go with our favorite tight end, Tyler Higby. And uh, I think they're still going to lean heavily on him. We saw that offense flourish when Higbee was the center, the focal point of that offense late last season. I'm going to go with Tyler Higbee and hope that they continue to use him somewhat as they did
0: last year. Right after Tyler Higby, we've got uh, Pittsburgh Steelers wide receiver Deontay Johnson, who's been the, the subject of much hype. But Michelle, like you said, he's been out of practice. Yeah, he's missed
1: the last five days of practice. That's, that's a lot. That's he's, significant. Yeah, a uh, calf injury. Hopefully, he's good to go. The Steelers offense needs him. Like, they need that type of wide receiver in that offense to open things up.
0: They need so him as a returner.
1: Hopefully, yes, and that as well. So, hopefully, they just let him rest it all up and he's good to go before the season. After Deontay Johnson went Philip Lindsay, Latino. Interesting Philip
0: Lindsay tidbit. Um, I know I feel like Philip Lindsay has dropped off everybody's draft boards, uh, you know, because they they don't, we don't know what we're going to see in Denver. Uh, But we've actually heard some hype this week that Philip Lindsay will be involved and they don't really see, you know, Melvin Gordon as the true RB1. It's going to be. Probably a mixed backfield, which isn't great.
1: Nobody wanted to start Philip Lindsay last season and he was barely sharing a backfield with Rice Freeman. I'm not going to grab him now. I don't care how far he falls. Like there's sometimes it's, you want to say, well, this is great value. Like he's going to get playing time. Well, it's like, what is that playing time? He's going to get some carries. He wasn't even that great in the passing game. And will i be able to predict that, that passing. And I'm really thinking Melvin Gordon's going to get the goal line work. So if, Melvin Gordon's getting all of the important touches for fantasy, and Philip Lindsay already wasn't someone you wanted to start last year. Like, what, what are you shooting for there? Uh, and then after that was Latavius Murray, Kerryon Johnson, Miko Hardman, Darius Slayton, and I'm going with my boy, Zach Moss.
0: No! And this
1: is kind of what we were talking about before with Devin Singletary going in the fourth Moss is in the ninth and probably much later than that. I just needed to take him before Kate. <laughs> and, but Moss is maybe not in the first couple weeks, but the plan, you would think, is to use him as a receiver since he's the better receiving back and near the goal line. Those are the important touches in fantasy. So taking Devin Singletary makes no sense to me five, six rounds ahead when he might get a little bit more carries, but they're not going to be as important when it comes to fantasy points.
0: Absolutely.
1: After that, Hunter Henry, Alexander Madison, Sony Michelle, Henry Ruggs, the third, and Jared Cook. So who are you going with?
0: All right, here is where I start to employ some of my quote unquote zero RB strategy. I'm gonna go with Chase Edmonds here. If there is a significant injury to Kenyon Drake, we know we've already seen it, we can count on our boy. Uh, Chase Edmonds to come in and absolutely blow up the entire field. Um, He ruined a lot of people's fantasy weeks. Uh, I I, I really like this pick um, just from an insurance standpoint. Um, After that goes Carson Wentz, Antonio Gibson at the 9-12. That's wild. Um, Running back for the Washington football team. Then we've got Tom Brady, Hayden Hurst. It's back to me. Um, again, I, you know, so this is sort of like my punishment, right? So I, I went wide receiver heavy to begin with, and now I need just some of these upside picks. So I'm looking, you know, which, which of these guys has the, the most receiving upside? Um, when I'm looking at the board, Daryl Henderson, Tony Pollard, Tariq Cohen, Keyshawn Vaughn, I think the safest and uh, guy I can count to most reliably be involved in the offense. Here's Tariq Cohen yes it feels no it feels gross this is
1: why you can't if your plan is to just take all these terrible values at the end of the draft you might as well not take Devontae adams because i do feel like it's destroying your draft instead of going with actually good players uh, as wide receivers that have great potential you're going with these running backs that probably are going to be nothing or maybe they get some touches but like they're going to score you nine points a week I feel like you're missing out on great potential because you're trying to make up for what you missed in the beginning of the draft. And yeah. I'm really not going to lie. I hate your draft.
0: <laughs> <laughs> thank, thank you so much. You're welcome. Okay. Tariq
1: Cohen, like, at least take Darryl Henderson. I know he's injured right now, but he should be fine by week one. He could be in that same type of role where he's used as the pass catcher, but it, I don't. at least he's not in the Chicago Bears. At least Tariq Cohen is healthy.
0: Like, Anyway, okay. Christian Kirk, then Daryl Henderson, Tony Pollard, Jerry Judy, Keyshawn Vaughn, who's been the uh, subject of...
1: He's not draftable.
0: To no, me. no. He's not
1: draftable. Uh, Bruce Arians has come out. I mean, it's glowing reviews on every single player, right, in training camp. So anytime you hear a glowing review on a player, you really do have to take it with a grain of salt because everyone's amazing in training camp. But when you hear bad reviews about a player, it's a little bit more eye-opening because everyone's great. So when a coach is telling you like, well, this guy's pretty far behind and it might not be Vaughn's fault. He was on the COVID list. Then he missed time, you know, due to injury. So we have to just give him a second. Ronald Jones is balling out in training camp in this whole off season. He's going to get the carries. They brought him Lashawn McCoy. He'll get the receiving work with Darre. Vaughn might not even suit up week one. Like, you can't draft him. You no, can't draft him.
0: You cannot.
1: Uh okay. So, moving on, I am looking at quarterbacks here. I really like Daniel Jones this year, but the start of his season is very scary. The start of someone else's season is very pretty, and it's Cam Newton. He has a great schedule. I think he might last till the next pick though. So, let me look to see look around here to see if I like anyone else. And you know what? No, I'm just going to take
0: Get your guy.
1: Oh, man, this is hard. Ryan Tannehill's still there. I'm going to go with Cam Newton. When we see him on the field, he's very good for fantasy because he runs. And he has a really nice start of the schedule. So I'm going with Cam Newton. Quarterbacks went off the board after me with Matthew Stafford and Daniel Jones. Then Noah Fant, Sterling Shepard, Jameson Crowder. I would always consider taking him. And Justin Jefferson, the rookie in Minnesota, that still is working with Team 2. Like, he's still not a starting... Yeah. He the, can't beat out Ola B.C. Johnson yet.
0: Who was an undrafted rookie last season. Was so, he a
1: seventh rounder or undrafted?
0: I believe he was undrafted.
1: I don't remember, but he was late either way. So, it's interesting. And it's really... The reports coming out is that he's not shining against the second team either. So, that's the issue, right? There's always glowing reviews about all these players. So many glowing reviews about rookies.
0: Sorry, you were right. He was a seventh round pick. Yeah, yeah. God. You're so good.
1: So like if he's not able to be the second team, they're still saying oh, BC Johnson should be the starter. He's just a little, makes me a little bit more nervous, especially in the offense of Minnesota when you know they don't pass a ton. I'm looking at another rookie Jalen Rager. I, I the reviews coming out are insane. Again, take it with a grain of salt, but it's like so much hype in that offense in Philadelphia really needs another pass catcher. But I'm going to go with a different player. I'm going to go with, ooh, I'm going to go with Preston Williams.
0: Interesting. Upside pick. He uh, was
1: pretty decent last year. It's first, you know, first half of the season, he was an undrafted rookie. He, he, I think he had some character concerns, and that's why he dropped. But don't hold me to that. But he did drop for other reasons than talent. He was very talented, He did, uh, what, Terry's Achilles last season, but he's good to go. They're saying he's completely healthy. He's shining in practice. And there's really no other pass catchers in that offense either. It's Devontae Parker and Preston Williams, if Ryan Fitzpatrick's still the starter all this year, he chucks it up, and he's going to make these two wide receivers very good for fantasy. So going with the upside there.
0: Absolutely. And then uh, we've got Adrian Peterson, blah, Austin Hooper, Deshaun Jackson, Damian Harris, uh, ben Roethlisberger, who is a guy that I was looking at targeting. Um, it's up to me. I'm at the 11-10. I'm going to go with another rookie who I actually was very surprised hasn't been drafted yet, Brian Edwards with the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, he is fantasy Twitter's darling right now. Uh, word is that Terrell Williams is injured. There's, there's just nobody to catch the football in Las Vegas. Brian Edwards has gotten rave reviews out of camp. He should be very involved very early, um, so I'm I'm loving that pick right there. Then we've got John Brown, Mike Williams, T.J. Hawkinson, A.J. Dillon. Um, so here's where I put myself into a pickle. I didn't draft a quarterback or a wide receiver, and this is the final You're round of our draft. So, or yeah, sorry, quarterback or a tight end. So, um, you know. T- Quarterback's obviously a position that we are okay streaming, as we've said in the past.
1: And normally there's 15 rounds, right? We're only doing 12 rounds. You'd still have three more rounds to take a quarterback. Yes. There's there's still Ryan Tannehill out there. There's still other good options. Gardner Minshew, someone that we're higher on because of his rushing ability. So there's still plenty of options that you could have gone with in the next few rounds.
0: Absolutely. But I think tight ends are just a little bit more scarce. So what I am going to do, I am going to hit up Mike Gusecki, Tight end for the Miami Dolphins. He's a guy that I'm generally not super high on, but um, he definitely had the opportunity last season. So, um, you know, was on the field a lot, ran a lot of routes. So if somebody's going to catch the ball in Miami, it's going to be one of these people, right?
1: Yeah, I mean.
0: He's going to work out of the slot a lot. I'm not as
1: high on Mike Sicki as others are, but I see the opportunity for him. He just has to do something with it. Justin Jackson, Jalen Rager went afterwards, Baker Mayfield, Elshon Jeffrey, Sammy Watkins. It's my turn, and we've already seen Adrian Peterson go in the 11th round. We saw Antonio Gibson go in the 9th round. I'm going to take the actual starting running back for the Washington this football This is
0: a team. great pick.
1: Bryce Love, and yes, I'm sure Adrian Peterson will actually be the starter for quite a while to start the season, but Bryce Love right now is the running back, too. Ron Rivera has had nothing but great things to say about Bryce Love. He was, you know, the team knew he was going to miss his whole rookie season due to that ACL tear in his last collegiate game.
0: Drafted him anyways in the fourth round.
1: Exactly. And now we do have a new head coach, so things could change. But Ron Rivera has had a very close eye on Bryce Love. He's very interested in him. He fits their scheme very well. And all he's done is impress them this whole offseason. And he's come out to say that he's a three-down type of back. Mm. I, I think he has a better full skill set than Antonio Gibson does, who only had 33 carries. Like He's not going to be ready to take a big workload as a running back in the NFL in his rookie season. Maybe he's used out of the slot. Maybe he's okay for fantasy. I'm going with Bryce Love, who's an actual running back, who was a Heisman win or trophy runner-up. And he had 2,000 yards in his junior season. If he would have just came out after his junior season and didn't go back to college, he would have been a first-round pick, second-round, early second at the latest. People are sleeping on Bryce Love.
0: I absolutely agree. Uh, After that, to close things up, we've got Anthony Miller, Boston Scott, which I think is an interesting pick considering the questionable injury to Miles Sanders. Could have some late-round value there. And then to close out, Jared Goff uh, at the 12-12. I like... Jared Goff is a late round value this season. I think we're uh, forgetting that just uh, the season before last, he was uh, what, the quarterback six on the season?
1: If I was you, I would have taken Jared Goff over
0: Mike Kosicki. Mike Kosicki. Well, uh, I don't
1: know. I can't believe you picked Tariq Cohen. I'm never going to get over
0: that. <laughs> I, I'm chasing the targets. He had more targets That's than fun. Terry McLaurin That's last fun. season. You're I'm still so bad. I him. You know what? Bad teams do not always stay bad, even if the Bears plan to do so I mean
1: I took David Montgomery's with the Bears but at least he's going to get all the carries and touches like what do you expect out of Tree Cone no all right that's it for our mock draft we'll post the ending results so you can see them all on Twitter, and you can vote to see who did a better job. It's clearly me. My I don't want to know. Is awesome. Let me go through my <laughs> team one last time, and Kate can do the same. So I started with Elvin Kamara. I went with Chris Gaven, Adam Dealin, David Montgomery, DJ Chark, Ronald Jones II, Will Fuller, Tyler Higby, Zach Moss, Cam Newton, Preston Williams, and Bryce Love.
0: Oh, I love your roster. I know it's great. Oh, uh, my roster. Uh-huh. Devontae Adams, Nick Chubb, Odell Beckham Jr., Jonathan Taylor, Terry McLaurin, Marquise Brown, Jordan Howard, James White, <laughs> Chase Edmonds, <laughs> Tariq Cohen, <laughs> Brian Edwards, and Mike Kisecki. Uh I'm missing a quarterback, but I'm if I had my pick of the lot, I would go with Ryan Tannehill right at that spot. But Jared Goff, I think, is an excellent second choice, and I would easily take both of those guys before Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Just saying. Same. Um, so everybody please check out ballblastfootball.com. Uh, check out our listener league entry. So we we are holding a um, a contest for those that want to enter our listener league. It will be Michelle and I, uh, Matt Okada, Matthew Betts, John Helmkamp. Uh, we're gonna do a 14 teamer, so a little digging deep there. I love it. Um, all you have to do is rate our podcast, rate the Red Shirts podcast screenshot and tag both of our twitter accounts on twitter um and and you will be entered to win that we'll also have those instructions for entering up on our twitter accounts, so you can find those there um but seriously prep for your fantasy football leagues with ballblastfootball.com check out our patreon content we've got lots of exclusive content including our full rankings and we're going to be getting up some ranking sheets here soon so everybody check that out and Uh, We'll see you guys in a couple days. Bye, y'all. Bye.